Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now This episode of Creators Outlet is brought to you by Inked Marketing Team. Check them out for yourselves online at inkedmarketing.com. If you have a Kickstarter or you're any kind of content creator, whether it's comic books, uh, podcast, hit them up. They're uh, they're part of the NSC Roadshow that we're on currently. Uh, we want to tell you about a Kickstarter that is almost over. Uh, the listener when women's weep. It's a series revolving around Addison, Addie for short. He's a Native American soldier loosely based on Leslie Tebow, a Native American veteran who fought and dealt with horrifying circumstances. Addie inherits the abilities of the listener when his father dies, allowing him to see the dead as well as other supernatural beings. It is a modern take on old stories, myths, religion, and campfire tales. Grab your copy today at inked.pub forward slash the listener and here's a peek of what the book will look like with the show. Then we want to welcome our special guest, Jake Smith and Hiram. They, they've sure. got this cool, <laughs> funky-looking comic book that's on Kickstarter, and uh, it'll, you know, if you've got some of those day-glow pops that work with the black light and the black light posters, you could read this book under there, and it's gonna yeah. blow, it'll blow your mind because it's going to pop out at you. Yeah, hello. Thank you for having us. Um, yes, thank yeah. you. Thank Excited to talk about the book. So this is the third issue. Yeah. How how long have you guys been going, and what got you um, on this whole day glow kick? I know we talked a little bit before the show. Yeah. 
Jake's, um, so, Jake's got a 90s vibe and Hiram's got an 80s vibe and together uh, <laughs> it gives us date love. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. Yeah, we started, the idea for this came from, I did a Kickstarter book a long time ago um, called This Offbeat Town and me and Hiram are writing a story to go in that book and it evolved into this book. Um, so we kind of started writing it like 2017 and then we, you know, here and there, um, and then we did the first Kickstarter for the first issue in 2019 and it did not make its goal, but we were like, we still like this book. Let's try it again. So then we did it February of 2020 and it funded. And then we did issue two in August of 2020 and it funded. And then we've been talking to publishers and it's just been kind of weird right now with the, you know, the world situation. So publishers aren't, you know, picking things up as fast. And we were like, well, we did it on Kickstarter a couple of times and everyone's telling us they want the next one. So we were like, let's just do it again. Um, so now we've got issue three and yeah. it funded, it's made its goal, um, which we're really happy about, but we've got a lot of cool stretch goals for people. So we're hoping to make it, you know, get up there a little bit more, you know? Oh yeah, definitely. So Hiram is the writer and you write with him, but you're also the artist. I am yeah. the artist. Oh, oh yeah, no, no. That was a question for me. My bad. Go ahead. Yeah, Jake. no. Hi Hiram, you are, well, Hiram, what do you do? I, what do you uh, even do? What do I even do? I do, <laughs> I mean, I do videography. My, like, my main, like, uh, like uh, background is animation and film. But um, like uh, this is like my first foray into comic books, like completely. I've never done comic books before. Never wrote, never wrote for one. Never uh, conceptualized one up until this one. So this is a completely new avenue for me, like as far as industry wise. I never crossed an industry like that. So, like I think you're doing great. Oh well, uh, well, thank you so much. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot coming from a distinguished comic book gentleman like yourself. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you. <laughs> Distinguished. Well, he's so nice. You know, did you did you pay him to say that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just asking. Right beforehand, I was like, "Hey, Hiram, please call me distinguished. I love it when you say that." Or just make something up. You, you told me to. Yeah, I was like, make something good up about me. Yeah, <laughs> please. Um, I'll, buy, I'll buy you a coffee tomorrow. Just yeah, you know, say yeah. something nice about me. Um, but yeah, we kind of came up with the idea. Um, yeah, there it is. Um, Hiram's a big '80s fan. Like he he has his he makes a lot of logos, and his logos are always like '80s themed with like neon colors. And I was like, that sounds like a fun aesthetic for a comic book. Um, and I've never done that before, so I did a couple of drawings for fun where I colored it that way. And I was like, this is actually kind of fun coloring like this. So then I was like, let's just make a whole book around it. And we both love. Street Fighter, and we both love fighting games. So the idea of the comic is it's kind of like the campaign of a fighting game. Like you're playing, like the main character is the weak character who's going to learn all the skills um, as they go through the series. So this issue is Zap's, Zap Daniels is the main character. This is his first real fight on Blood Force Trauma, which is the name of the show, the fighting game show that they're on. And he's going up against the demon luchador Venganza, and that's who that is on the picture right there. And Lightning Legs Jones is his mentor who's training him on how to fight. And so the whole story kind of came from Lightning Legs Jones. He was going to be the main character of the other series we were doing. And then we were like, what if he's the mentor of the main character? And the main character is like me and Hiram, and, you know, he's kind of a scrawny nerd type. 
and he's going to learn, you know, how to become a badass eventually. It's um, like a, uh, it's like a, ref a reference to like Street Fighter, uh, Mortal Kombat, like a lot of different fighting game premises, like J what Jake said, and like a bit of Mega Man, considering that like Zap has his visor to analyze uh, fight patterns and stuff like that, and be able to like mimic or like predict people his opponent's movements. Um, yeah. Oh, so he's he's cheating and he's going all Taskmaster on us. Oh yeah, he's super a cheater, and I, we even say that in this new issue, which is funny because like. He's like, can I use my visor? Is that cool? And Lightning Legs is like, hey man, if you want to use all that nerd shit, whatever. This guy like throws fireballs out of his hands. Like I don't care. And summons <laughs> flipping demons. Summons, yeah, summons <laughs> demons to rip your arms off. Like whatever. You know. <laughs> now, Lightning Legs is the guy on the right hand side of this picture. Yes, that's him. I saw him and I go, man, that's Jim Kelly from the Bruce Lee movies. Yes. Yeah, yes, it is. That's what uh, that's what we were going for. We're super inspired. So, like, right when we were writing the original idea, Hiram showed me Black Dynamite, and then we both got really into watching um, black exploitation era movies, like Jim Kelly, like Black Belt Jones, and Enter the Dragon, and all that. And we were like, we got to make our version of that character. So that's what. Like, if I had a movie, Michael Jai White would play Lightning Legs Jones in the movie. If we, you know, if that was. If we have ever a, a possibility the budget and the time and the time yeah. <laughs> we have millions of dollars yeah well you snuck jim kelly in to just sneak in show enough no we did not no <laughs> we'll do that we'll, we will do we that got, though we got, we got guys like that we got guys like that in this one yeah um but yeah not yet we will we're working our way we're working we're working on it <laughs> that would that would be funny to me. So yeah, <laughs> and I recognize Jim Kelly right off the bat because I've seen I've seen those movies like a million times. I grew up watching them, and I just bought the uh, like the other month. I just bought the Jim Kelly action figure from the Bruce Ooh. Lee line. So oh, that's awesome! Yeah, oh, pretty. That's pretty it, amazing. That's yeah, it's pretty it's pretty badass, and uh, I'm like I'm one of those. Don't open figures, guys. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, because when I, you know, when I eventually go to sell them, or I'm long dead and my kid goes to sell them, they're going to be worth more in the boxes. Oh yeah, for sure. And uh, I, I really want to bust out the Jim Kelly figure and yeah, you know, set up fight scenes with him and Bruce. And I'm yeah. like, man, I don't think I have another fifty bucks to to buy two more my figures to keep them in the package. Yeah, Bruce, to buy Bruce, I buy Bruce. I buy Bruce in a heartbeat. He was he's one of my childhood heroes growing up. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Big Bruce Lee yeah. fan. We've got a lot of uh homages to his films in our book. Another fun thing about this book is an homage to not just like fighting game like uh rhetoric or like terms, but also like a lot of films that we love from the seventies and eighties, particularly with Lightning Lights Jones being like a, a direct personification of black exploitation. It's literally his yeah, and Kung Fu. Like, literally, his dimension is a black exploitation film. That That yeah. is. So, like, all the fighters come from their own different dimensions, kind of like Mortal Kombat, but more of like um, the idea is that there's this guy, this secret uh, antagonist that we haven't met yet who goes to different dimensions and finds the best fighters. And so, Lightning Lakes comes from 1970s Harlem like straight up. And then Venganza, the luchador comes from hell. And uh, that's just, you know, 
yeah. that way we can kind of have fun and like there's no limits in the first issue of the book there was a shark man you know like street sharks and kind of just like whatever we want to do that's pretty cool let's uh let's scroll down like you said uh you're already funded you still got 19 days to go so there's there's i'm sure a bunch of very cool uh stretch goals in mind oh yeah like if you scroll down we've got the first one listed there um the uh, next one is if we get a 4,500, uh, we everyone who's pledged a physical tier will get a free pack of stickers. And we did that last time too. So just an additional fun thing. So like last time we, you got a thrash sticker, the skull guy um, and a blood force trauma sticker of just the logo. This time you get a meat grinder who's the shark guy, Venganza and Zap. And then we've got other ones in mind. Once we pass that, I'm going to, post those up too but our like big stretch goal which is like i kind of put it there just as incentive i i didn't it'd be great if we got there but i've already finished issue four also so if we make it far enough i was like if we make it far enough and it financially makes sense i would print and everyone could get a copy of the fourth issue too but that was just kind of like throwing it out there um but for the fourth one is done too oh yeah <laughs> well you got, if you if you bounce back and forth between Kickstarter and Indiegogo, if you're if you're cranking them out fast enough, yeah, I've know. thought about Indiegogo. I've never I've never done it. Um, I'm just used to kick. I'm sure it's not too different, but I'm just so used to Kickstarter <laughs> by now. Well, the the major different. Well, they they're the ones that started the add on uh, the add ons and stuff. Oh yeah, first. Uh, the the major difference is they have less uh, they have less fees to the creators. Oh, so it's it's not much. Don't get too excited. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, you know, you know, you like you you make like you know one percent more or something ridiculous oh, okay. like that. But but it's still you know people a lot of people you have people that are diehard Kickstarter and then you have the diehard Indiegogo people. Oh yeah, yeah, and you know it's kind of like, well, I like CGC. Well, I like CBCS. You go, you're both idiots. You're putting comic books in plastic coffins. Yeah, and I wish I had thought of it first because, man, the money they make. Oof. Pick, oh, pick your fighter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In my head, it's a video. It would become a video game, you know. It, it really does have like a very strong gamey vibe. Hey, I know there those guys. Go. Yeah, there, there we are. <laughs> Hiram looks like that should be on the back of like uh, a beautifully written novel. Yeah, you use that. Use that picture of me for like that picture of me for like everything. I know you. You're so stoic and like you're piercing my soul when you stare at me. And it's funny because like I have a LinkedIn picture that would have like probably suited better for that occasion. But yeah, that one looks more regal. That one looks a lot more. This one's more regal. Yes, you need ring. You need more rings on your hands in this picture. Yeah, no, not enough rings. Yeah, and, I need and, giant. And rings. Jake, Jake, you look like you should be on a milk carton. Yeah, I look like I'm missing. <laughs> you're missing. <laughs> They need to find me. And then those are uh, covers for the first two issues and the next bunch of issues. Because I got so excited about doing this book, I kind of just went ahead and did, like, 
a bunch of covers for fun because I was like, who? Just imagining them coming out one day, I was like, that's so. I got so excited. I was just like, I'll just do them right now. Whatever. Super exciting. Oh, that one like Cobra Kyle and like Slicer Dex always gets me. Oh yeah. So those are like future um, villains that Zap's going to face. I I laugh when I when I see the girl from Cover Three, and. All I can all I can think of is big trouble in Little China now. Oh, with the hat? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, like originally I had a, a different style in the, on the first issue cover, but then an artist Marco Ferrari did a really cool drawing of her with that type of hat, and I just thought it looked way better. <laughs> and then those are a bunch of the uh, pinups from yeah. different like big artists. We've got Baldemar Rivas who do, uh, does on Earth for Image, and then mm-hmm. Buster Moody he did a uh, Godzilla. Uh, comics and Ninja Turtles comics, and then that's a friend of mine, Loch Ness, Michael Bloom, and that's Brandon Graham, who does uh, who did Profit and uh, multiple Warheads and a bunch of other stuff. And then that's the one I was just saying, Marco Ferrari's Yusha. That was kind of oh, what yes. inspired my design. I was like, I saw that, and I was like, bro, you killed it. Can I like copy what you did? And he was like, sure. And then um, a bunch <laughs> of other cool artists, Juan Gideon down there. Um, who's doing, I think he's doing Venom right now. Um, and he did uh, the one of uh, Meat Grinder and Thrash facing off against each other. Um, then we have a yeah, plastic man, Jim Kelly. That's funny. Yeah, that one was cool. Our, uh, my buddy from no. art school, Armand, did that one. Yeah, it's Armand is a talented cool. guy. Yeah, he's really weird, but he, he's awesome. Yeah, it, lo- it looks like old computer uh, patch cable from, you know, the interior. Yeah. Of like you know something with you know Windows One in it. Yeah, no, I, I get that. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, and the terrified look on the guy's face was getting eaten alive by a shark. Yeah, <laughs> that was uh, Kyle Strom who does uh, did spread for Image, and um, he wrote Unearth with Baldemar. Nice. Um, and then that one I love a lot, the uh, Lightning Lakes Jones by Aaron Conley, um, who's done like Rocket Raccoon and uh, Sabretooth Swordsman. And that one, he just killed it. I was like, can you do a Lightning Legs real quick? And then he did this like amazing, like crazy piece with all the little, like him wrecking those guys. It's insane. Like it's, it's hypnotic to look at. Yeah, that's great. But he let me color it with, so I, I think that was fun. Well, he let you color it, so so you you took it way over the top after after he was done. Yeah, yeah. So, like, the thing about his lines that's interesting is when it's in black and white, it's kind of hard to see because he's so detailed. And then as soon as you color it, you're like, oh, and it's amazing. And then he's got the two, he's got the or the meat grinder and thrash action figures at the bottom that like made me so happy. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, because that's some exactly what he would have. Oh yeah, so yeah. the one like the the meat grinder on the left was like by my girlfriend Gabrielle. Um, yeah, um, where, he's, like, where, where he's destroying that guy's face and it's exploding. Yeah. <laughs> Which I didn't like when she was started drawing it. I had no idea that that was like what she was going for. And uh, like, I'm actually a huge fan of like the amount of detail she put like on meat grinders gaze because she she oh, gave yeah. her a more like horrific approach because like she didn't like use his like glasses his shades oh yeah he's got his glasses off he, he wants to see it. it 
Yeah, he wants to see it for himself. Yeah, I like the color hold she did on the blood, like because that's all black lines when she drew it, but then she gave it that red when she uh, went over it when she was coloring it. And exactly, she did a good job. Was she mad at you that day? Probably. That was probably okay. something like set her off. And that's like she's like this. This is you. Next time, next time you mess up, this is you. <laughs> I'm gonna bite um, your head off and grind you down. Yeah. I'm gonna bite you. Then I'm gonna bite your whole family. And then the Venganza one next to it is Christopher Harris. He's really cool. And then um, Jaroslaw Ijesmont is how I think you say his name. I've only seen it written because I've never talked to him, but I he did that meat grinder. And uh, then my brother's girlfriend, Sierra Torres, did that little cute thrash right there, the skull guy. Hmm. She did it, and I was like, oh, he's so cute for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> I like I like the I like the way you coat it's colored because it's got like that, you know, the out of focus look. Yeah, the spell so it it gives it like almost like a three D thing. Oh yeah, yeah, right? that'd be cool as like a print that was kind of that was that holographic. Like you, that would be that would be pretty cool. It's a non holographic holographic print. Yeah, it just gives you the illusion of holographic. And then um, Devin Marcel did that one. Cool. I got oh, and this one doesn't take much to make me think I see see stuff. So, um, and then Trad Moore did that one, which oh, was a huge. This is rad. Yeah, that one was crazy. It took me a while to like even like be like, oh, that's Yusha. <laughs> yeah, it's like so deep. I saw it in black and white first too, and I was like, oh, this is crazy. And then um, Heather Moore um, colored it, and she did a great job. But I was super stoked to get um, him to do this because he, he did a cover for my Offbeat Town, the other Kickstarter I did, which was a, a big thing. And I've been every time I do a new book, I'm like, hey, can you do another one? And he's always super busy, but he, he had time to do it this time. And he went like, can you see all the tiny like dead faces in the background uh, under her legs? Um, he's just like went he went so hard on this one. Oh, wow. Yeah. Man, this this looks like something out of Yellow Submarine if they made it today. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, literally. I love watching Trad's art evolve from Luther Strode to now, and he's got he's, he he goes harder and harder into weirder and weirder like figures and um like he he on the second Luther Strode he really got into like stretching anatomy for fight scenes, and now he's like he did Silver Surfer and he took that to like the hun like hundredth level and now he's just like what he, he literally is like whatever i feel like doing i'm gonna do it he made yusha's head like tiny and her legs are huge and it looks fantastic man i i just want to like you know look at this picture and uh you know maybe smoke some medicinal substances <laughs> Um, and then we added a reward very recently that Hiram came up with to because it's so video game inspired. We were like, "Oh, we'll put um, the characters on controller skin skins." Yes. Yeah. Man, I'm I'm two generations back on uh, on PlayStation. So. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that's fine. We also have arcade sticks, which are cool for fighting game fans. We have a custom arcade stick. Which Hiram yep. has one, and I got uh, one. our friend Kareem has one. one. Yeah, Kareem and has one. And someone got one. 
I was surprised. Someone got one already on the Kickstarter, which is cool. That's, That's not us. Yeah. Well, these used to be a lot more money than they are now. Oh, yeah. I know when they came like, out, you know, my friend bought one. I'm like, dude, he's like, I work at the store. I get half price. I'm like, oh, son of a. When did you, yeah. you tell me before I bought my console? He goes, oh, they'd be looking at me because they knew you were here. I'm like, <laughs> uh, I miss Toys R Us. Oh, yeah. I do, too. I do, too. Those are the good old days. I don't miss working there, but I miss Toys R Us. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know you worked there. Nice. Oh, when I was oh yeah, when I was when I was much younger. I was like in my I was in my early twenties and I got I got fired for something that would get me canceled today. So Oh dang. So I'll tell the story because nobody can cancel me. I mean I'm an unemployed cripple guy, so uh right. I used to work seasonal third shift because it paid the it paid the differential and I would get like you know extra Christmas money and uh, <coughs> the they switched supervisors and they brought a supervisor down from I live in like the Boston area and uh, they brought a supervisor a different supervisor down and started doing the night shift and uh, the new supervisor wicked nice guy uh, but I don't have a mute button and he was homosexual. And he used to tell all these stories from his from his travels when he was in college to, you know, all the all the all the girls like on lunch break. And then one night uh, he goes. And then after that, I went to Paris and I blurt I blurt out without even without without even registering. Ah, gay Paris. You're fired. Get out. And they fired you. Yeah. Fired you on the spot. Yep. I hung out at uh I hung out in the parking lot in my in my uh my sports car till uh nine AM so I could walk back in and make them cut me my check for firing me on the spot. Dang. Yeah, you're like they're like, run me my money, Toy Story, you know, not Toy Story, Toys R Us. Yeah. Give me my money. So let's talk about some of these rewards. So a copy yeah. of the book you have here for 10. Yeah. And that includes shipping. So that's the U.S. Is, shipping is free. It is just $10. Well, that's that's not bad. You know, a lot of us are used to paying $10 shipping, you know, for a book, you know, after the price of the book. Yeah. Um. And then all three issues, if you miss the first two, are 20. And then you can add that to any of the rewards you um, want. So if you want the T-shirt, but you want to add on the first two issues too, you mm -hmm. can add $10 and get the first two. Um, and then art prints, you can get one art print, or you can get them all. Or uh, I say all, but it's more like 10. I think you pick 10, and that's what it says in the actual reward thing. Um, and then a page of art. Um, which we've only got because the book is 22 pages. So there's only 22. And I think we've gotten 10. I think 10 people have claimed those already. Or you can get the ultimate, um, which has 
pretty much everything except the arcade stick in it, just because that would be a lot to ship that as well. Yeah, but if you're going to get the arcade stick, you're like, oh, I don't mind throwing a mo extra money in for shipping. Yeah. That's a, yeah, that's a big pack, but you, you're getting an original page of art, all the books, a big stack of prints, uh, the, the stickers, a t-shirt. Blood force then, trauma. Sorry. Yeah. Oh no, that's how, that's how we say it too. Um, you say that in our videos literally all the time. Oh yeah, we we on our Kickstarter video we always have it like the voice, the pitch of the voice go down, and we say Bloodborne drama. I always get questions about like that white shirt um, that you know. What questions? Do you the pink shirt. Yeah, yeah. No, I get I get a lot of questions of like there because like that's the one that like people really want. Like like I know at least like three or four people like who um, when we campaign for it. Uh, when we campaigned, when, when it was one of the rewards that, like, they really, really wanted that shirt. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought, because you said last time Gabrielle wanted it in black, and I remember that, and then being like, it not, like, I tried to make it on a black shirt, and it kind of just doesn't work if it's on yeah. a black shirt. Yeah, which is fair. I mean, like, it works so yeah. like, which is funny. Like, it's it's funny because, like, I don't have any of the merchandise, like, I mean, I don't have any of, like, the, the shirts, Oh yeah, I have a a poster from the first one and the stickers because I just have leftovers. But I always get the shirt sent to me, and because I order exactly enough for the Kickstarter, and then I send them off, and I don't actually have one myself. But fine. <laughs> it'd be like that. That's how it. That's how it always happens. Well, I ordered all these shirts so I could have one, and then well, we sold them all. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh, we made more money, but I didn't get a shirt. Yeah. I, oh, no, I'm naked. I didn't buy any clothes. I sold all I my clothes. clothes. I don't have any. Yeah, well, just worry if I'm naked. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I try not to stand up during, a, during an interview. But... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, wait, didn't he just say he was crippled? Uh-huh. Pages, let's see. Pages from one and two. Yeah, these are just random pages. Like, I, I get it out of the thing of, like, maybe someone has never heard of this. And I was just like, here, check out some other random ones. Maybe something will catch your eye and you'll be like, oh, that's cool. I'll, I'll give money to that. The Lightning Jones page. Yeah. He's like, where, Lightning where, Jones. Where it looks like he's wearing Bruce Lee's costume. Oh, yeah. He's straight up. Like, we're not even, like hiding it. He straight up has Bruce Lee's outfit on under his Yeah, no, this coat. is like, yeah, straight up reference here, like, you know. Like, if you scroll down, he's got the black line that goes down the side, too. Oh, nice. <laughs> and he knocks himself yeah. out with the nunchucks. Yeah. That uh, you know that that reminds me of me <laughs> with nunchucks. <laughs> it, it, it took yeah. It, oh, uh, I never I never took I never took it on my own chin, but uh, I cracked myself in the back of the skull quite a few times. Whew. That might explain a lot about me now, but. <laughs> <laughs> 
But was it fun? Um, yeah. That's the big question. Uh, it was fun once I got really good at it. Because everybody thought I was crazy to begin with, so. <laughs> so people can throw uh, throw a nice five dollar tip at you just to support the project. Yes, which no one's done. I guess everyone either wants something or they're like, "I'm not giving you money if I don't get anything." You know what I mean? Yeah, which it, I, makes sense. It's it's like uh, so I can tip you five dollars and get nothing. Or I can toss you ten dollars, and I can get a signed copy of the book. Yeah, with it's free like it shipping. Makes, it's almost oh. like I was like, I need something that low just to have something that low. But you know, I don't. Typically, people don't do that. You know, um, exactly. which is fine. And then people like people were like, PDF, put a PDF because I forgot, and then I put it on there, and it's three people it's so funny because i would never if i'm backing a kickstarter and there's a physical option i would all i always go for the physical option but i guess it makes sense if you're international and you don't want to pay for shipping uh, you know it, maybe it's easier yeah it's like it's like uh from from the u.s to portugal is like you know a 27 dollar shipping fee yeah i remember on my last one there was a guy in chile and it was like $85. And I didn't know that um, because oh I think, God. I know. And I That's messaged him and told him and I was like, hey, man, I'm going to do it. But I just want to let you know that next time we probably won't be able to ship the next issue to you. Would Do you still want me to do it? And he was like, no, I'll take a PDF instead. He was very nice. <laughs> and I just refunded him. Well, there's there's been times, yeah, because I'm, I'm always on a limited budget. So sometimes... Uh, if I want, you know, if I want to support the campaign, uh, I'll end up having to get the PDF because I can't afford the physical and yeah, everything. and every everybody prices their stuff differently. So it's like, you know, it's there's no, uh, you know, you know, books are like five or seven dollars, you know, five to seven dollars across the board. You know, some people are charge are charging. Well, it's thirty-two pages, so I figured twenty dollars was a good price. Yeah, uh, you figured wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because I've bought, um, I've I've talked to creators and bought from other creators, like, uh, like you know, a trade of you know a trade of theirs. So, like you know, a hundred to like hundred and forty pages. Like twenty dollars shipped. Twenty dollars was the shipping. No, twenty dollars. The book was twenty dollars, and it had free shipping. Oh, okay. Well, that's pretty good. So I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, even like you know, even even like a good size trade, and uh, and like you know, five to seven dollars shipping is, you know, a a decent price, but. Uh, I just been paying more and more attention. I've talked to like a few people that you know they they've got this project and they want to get it off the ground, but they've set their goals so lofty that they've uh, yeah they've had to extend the date on it, and it hasn't moved since like you know the end of the first week of their campaign. So I'm like, I go no, that's I an interesting thing. The Kickstarter goal is very very. Um, it's like a 
it's a weird psychology to the um the goal because when people see a goal that they know is too much they just don't give at all and mm -hmm. it's interesting because on kickstarter you would get you get your money back so it's almost like you think more people would give because they're like oh well if it's not gonna fun i'm gonna get my money right back but people don't even want to give unless they know it's gonna make it so like it's better i've found to set it low enough that mm -hmm. it goes over than to set that goal to where it's right on the line like you think oh maybe the last day it'll just inch its way and make it like i feel like you'd rather go lower and have it fund earlier yeah. and because i've found that like when we did our first blood force trauma i set it at like five thousand and it didn't make it but then i set it at 3500 the next time and it went over and went up to like seven because people like saw a weird that psychological like yeah to like do like they saw it and they were like oh that's attainable we can make that and then it ended up making more than the first one that didn't make it well the the some of the big differences between both the platforms is Kickstarter uh, won't take the customer's money until after it funds and the campaign completes. Yeah. And then any, is it Indiegogo? Is it, is Indiegogo takes the money right away. And then if the project doesn't, uh, doesn't fund, it's going to take you up to six weeks to get your money back. Oh, interesting. Whoa. That's a weird system. I think in that regard, I prefer the Kickstarter method because then there's no hassle and weird weirdness, you know? Like at this point, you use it like, like many times. So Might as the, well uh, the, the, the plus to uh, Indiegogo is if you're running like a little short or you're going to be at it, say you're going to add, you know, you hit a, you hit a stretch goal and you're going to add like 12 more pages to the book. Cause you hit like, you know, five grand. Yeah. You, and you're like, well, I need time to draw these pages. Then you, you can extend the campaign by like 30 days. Oh, interesting. And then when the campaign's done, you can keep that campaign window open even though the campaign's going to be done and you can use that as a storefront so people can even though the campaign's over but they can go there and they can pick what they want to buy and buy it until until like you know you sell out or something oh that's cool i like that too so they each have their own you know ups and downs they're kind of yeah. interchangeable yeah have I, you ever seen it where people do a kickstarter and an indiegogo at the same time have you ever yes. seen does that what do you what's your opinion on when people do that um well it depends who the creator is like if you've got a big following like uh the the usual thing is uh somebody will run the kickstarter and as as soon as the campaign completes that's that's the day they launch their indiegogo mm-hmm so oh, okay. So they'll go back to back. So if people, if people missed it and the and the campaign for Kickstarter closed, be like, well, you can go, you can go get it. It's up at Indiegogo right now. Interesting. Okay. And, and I, that work yeah, for uh, those people, for for some people, but you know, Graham Nolan is like you know a big, well-known name in the industry, so he's got yeah. 
he's got you know like a huge following like um not the book he's he's doing now but the the book prior that he did the chanu uh he did both kickstarter and indiegogo and i think he hit like 85 grand oh wow total wow. between the two yeah wow you know so uh i wouldn't recommend running both at the same time you know and yeah unless, unless you have like a keanu reeves writing your book yeah yeah like because <laughs> then it's gonna hit like you know what was that like it made like half a million or something crazy it was it was pretty big yeah and what like the first day or something wood. Wow. Yeah. The, no, the it, 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 yeah. Hit, it hit like 300 grand in like 48 hours. Yeah. Hiram Keanu Reeves' book, Berserker from Boom, they put it on Kickstarter and it made like $600,000. It's like insane. I could have like literally like paid off my like college tuition with that much. <laughs> no, you just put Keanu Reeves on it and you make a ton of money, which is understandable, <laughs> which I was thinking about like. Other actors have written comics, like they've just put their names on a book and it just doesn't have the traction. There's something about Keanu Reeves right now that people are like, I want that from him. Cause like, um, I, I can't remember some other actor, like some Saturday Night Live guy or something wrote a Spider-Man comic recently. And it like did fine, like a Spider-Man book does, but something about putting Keanu Reeves on it. You're like, oh, wh what? I want to know what those conversations with him are like, because I can't imagine he was writing it super intently because he had a co-writer too. I'm sure he just like was like, yeah, let's like do this. And the writer was like, okay, I'll do it. And then he, okay, he I'll, yeah, it. I'll put all the details down. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of spitballing like, and then like, what if he had like a Gatlin gun? And he was like, oh, cool. Like, yeah, man. Yeah, man, dude, I'll write that down. Because because we all think he's his character from Bill and Ted's. Yeah, in real life, yeah. Whoa. Uh, and, of course, the physical copies of issues one, two, and three. Uh, yeah. get, all, get all of them for 20 bucks. Yeah, which I feel like is, is pretty dang good. Pretty mm -hmm. dang, yeah. Yeah, pretty dang worth so, it. So since, since I brought up Graham Nolan, I have to bring up this. Because right before I started started the podcast, I did like, you know, the old fashioned typed out uh, interview with Graham for uh, for the Chanu. And uh, I was looking through his I was looking through his Kickstarter and he changed his uh, his ten dollar pledge at the top from like yours is like, you know, donate ten dollars you know, donate $5, but he changed his to uh, $10, buy grandma beer. Oh, like, just like, give me $10 and you bought me something. Yeah, give me give me $10 and that, you know, that way you can feel like you bought me a beer. He's can like, we do that? He goes, well, you know, I don't drink cheap beer. <laughs> <laughs> I go, I go, no, that sounds like Guinness to me. So I joke around. Yeah. I go, I go. I'm thinking about doing a Kickstarter. Oh, you you writing a book? I go, no, I just want to use your buy grandma beer thing and and get like you know as many people as I can just to buy me beer because I'm poor. <laughs> How funny would it be if he didn't even sell any copies? He made his whole funding goal just off of buying him a beer, and he didn't have to print anything. He was like, oh. Just a beer fund. I should have just made this a beer campaign. 
Well, one of the one of the stretch goals for the Chinoo was a local brewery he got together with, like you know, uh, a microbrewery, and uh, you know, local to him in upstate New York, and uh, they made uh, special edition beers for the Chinoo, like two or three different kinds. Oh, wow. So if you pledged, uh, you could go to the release party at this big pub. But you had to be able to get there to get your beer, because there's no oh. there's no there's no way for him to ship you know like a six pack of beer to you. Oh, so you had to go and get it. Okay. Yeah, that's funny. It's you know it's just crazy. Hire, right, let's do that. We should. But let's Next do time? a can. You got to buy us candy. And it's eighty dollars. Buy us a bag, a bunch of bags of candy. Bunch of bags of candy, bunch of them. Skittles. Skittles. Eighty dollars, and you get to buy me and hire him a bunch of tropical Skittles. So, man, that that sounds like we're buying you something, something else. <laughs> buy me some Skittles. I, I want some eighty dollar candy. Yeah, eighty dollar candy. Eighty dollar candy. Oh. Eighty dollar candy. And candy in quotes, because that's just what I call it. Police come knocking at your door. Yeah, we know. What, what do you that mean by is. candy? And I'm like, no, it's literally candy. And I just pull, and I got all this Snickers. I'm like, it's literally candy. I probably. Uh, Twenty dollars or more for high quality art prints. Yeah. And you can add on more. Oh yeah, you can add as many of those as you want if you're so inclined. Thirty dollars or more for a physical copy and a T-shirt. With a few different T-shirts to choose from. Yeah, we've got the blood, uh, blood force trauma logo one, the one with the characters on it, and then the white one with the pink. Mm -hmm. Yeah. BFT controller skins for thirty. Yes. Yes. Ten art prints for eighty dollars. Crazy. You can't even handle the savings. <laughs> so giving you money. Somebody for a dollar. We have savings. We have savings up the wazoo. We have so much. One of, our, one of our tiers is just we give you money. That's how <laughs> much you save. Oh man, I'm gonna, I'm looking for that tier right now. Yeah. Give us a hundred dollars, and we'll just give it right back to you. I'm, one of my biggest regrets about this uh, this whole thing is that we didn't do a savings tab. We didn't do a savings tier. Yeah, to get all those savings. <laughs> we should literally have the pledges, the rewards, but with like them crossed out with a lower number as if well, they no, were higher. And then we like give them the actual price plus tax when they go in. Yeah, and it doesn't. It's not like they're saving anything because we made that number up. It was ten, and now it's. Nine ninety nine. No, it's nine ninety nine. Plus shipping and handling. That means it comes to a eleven sixty two. Yeah, it's actually more. <laughs> Ten easy payments. What about nine easy payments and a hard payment? What's a hard payment? <laughs> well, for one hundred and fifty dollars, you can get the arcade stick. Yes. Oh Which yeah. Is, Pretty cool. Point, you can look at it as you're getting a free comic. Yeah, you're basically getting a comic with it. That's how the bigger tiers feel. Is you get a comic with that thing, um, 
which we've only got one for that. So there's nine left. Only in certain countries. And the, the problem is, is everybody in Chile wants an arcade stick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Everyone wants- in Chile, they're clamoring. Please get us one. It's we like, okay, but it's, it's going to be $300 because it's going to be another 150 to ship. <sighs> it is a lot. We all want to play Blaz Blue. Right, Hiram? We play Blaze Blue. Blaz Blaze Blue. Blaz Blue. Blaz Blue. We all want to play the Street Fighter X Men game. That's what it is. Oh, yeah. Or the. Oh, the uh, precursors of the Marvel vs. Capcom games. Oh, yeah. That was my jam. I didn't know what the hell I was doing, but uh, apparently I, I beat somebody that was very upset and wanted to uh, knife me in the pocket line because. Oh no! Uh, oh yeah! I was, nice. I was I was able to do the secret uh, combo for uh, for Iron Man, and you know, blasted him with like everything he had and killed him. I'm like, oh, sorry. You did it like on accident. You're just like, oh, dude. Everything I in a video game I do, I do by accident. <laughs> just naturally gifted. Yeah, I'm. I'm just like you know, slap the stick around. Like a redheaded stepchild, and just smash all the buttons. See what happens. Slap it around. <laughs> Sledge two hundred and fifty dollars or more for the ultimate pack. Ten art prints, a page of original art, three yes. physical comics. So like all three issues. Yeah. Uh, and three T-shirts. Yeah. For those crazy Not people. Not bad. You you should change that from saying ultimate pack to uh, Christmas shopping. Yeah, the Christmas. Everybody pack. gets an art print. I the keep Oprah the page pack. of art. Uh, you get a print. You get a print. Everyone gets a print. Three of you lucky people get T-shirts, except for this white one. I'm keeping that. And oh uh, yeah. Well, you've had a, you've had two people. Uh, Snag the ultimate pack there. I know those crazy rascals. Yeah, that must have been an exciting day. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "What?" They got the ultimate pack. Nice. You you saw that? And you called up Hiram. Oh my God! Somebody actually bought that. Yeah, they they bought it. We it's tricked funny, them. Like uh, like as a principal, like every time we do these, uh, Jake gets uh. He, he doesn't like look at the uh, results on the first day, and uh, I was talking to him on the phone about like uh, our, our, our like the um, like all the ideas that I had, and I kind of like told that like and that kind of told Jake like that it was doing like better than we thought it would when we started. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, like, I always superstitiously don't look at it because I don't want to jinx it because I always kind of know if it's gonna fund based on how well it does in the first day. Like that's kind of how Kickstarters go. Um, but then Hiram called me and he gave it away with how excited he was. I was like, damn it, Hiram, you told me, I know it's doing well. Which I didn't think I was doing. I was just like, man, we should come up with so many rewards because in my, in my yeah. mind, we should come up with rewards to get even more money. But like Hiram loves success. Hiram gets excited with success. See, I dwell in failure. I'm like, man. Wow. Hiram you are a nineties kid. <laughs> Feel that. See, this, this needs to be, like, a big, like, giant vinyl stick-to-the-wall poster. 
Oh yeah, no, I like, agree. It's like, album agree. Cover. It looks like it's like going on a solo, like you know, like a solo mm -hmm. gig, you know. Yeah, like to North Carolina. It's like she's like, like, like she's like she's like she used to be a part of like the uh, the gang in Blood for Shop, but now she's doing her own thing, like John Lennon. Yeah, she's going off to be her own whatever. She you assassinated know, Lady Gaga and is now impersonating her everywhere on. <laughs> I say John Lennon and not Yoko Ono because, you know, uh, <laughs> that'd be too obvious. That'd be too obvious, you know? Yeah. You know, I've, I've worked with many bands back in my younger days and lots of my friends all, you know, all have bands and stuff. And one of my like really good friends, uh, as, as a joke one day, uh, because, uh, his uh there was like an argument and uh then uh the band broke up oh no and then oh, he man. looked at his wife whose name is not yoko and then just started calling her yoko oh yeah oh geez that's rough the ultimate insult it could be the ultimate you know, gotcha yeah well you know Yoko's not dead yet. Oh, I mean, I didn't say she was. <laughs> uh, no, no. Yeah. So, tell us uh, a little bit about your background before uh, you started in the comics, Jake. Well, um, I went to, with Hiram, we both went to Savannah College of Art. Um, and then I didn't finish in my senior year i got a job doing a book for albatross funny books called spook house and then i kick-started my first comic book so kind of just grew up um in tennessee nashville area and then went to art school and then started making comics um i guess professionally as professionally as i do right out of school and i've just been making them Ever since that, I that was back. I left SCAD in 2016. So, and that's when I launched my first book on Kickstarter. So, I've been making comics um, since then. Well, that's funny. I was in a coma in 2016. Whoa! Really? For how long? Uh, months. Months? A lot, a lot One of month months or uh, like three? Three months. Wow! Wow! It's a long time to be in a coma. Yeah, so you know they were telling my family and friends to, uh, yeah, you might want to make final arrangements. He's gonna be dead any day now, and and then and I, you showed them you're here I, right now. Yeah, then yeah, I, right, right as he said that at that moment, you're like, <gasps> psych, and you woke up. Yeah, yeah. Psych. no, I I was I was on oxygen. I had a I had a tracheotomy done because I couldn't breathe on my own, and I was intubated oh, wow. too many times. They intubated me so much that uh, I actually. On top of all the other problems I had in there, I uh, got intubation pneumonia. That's crazy. Then, yeah, yeah. Well, you made it, so you're good. You're, I, you know, you know. It's I never like if I get sick, I never just get sick and have like one thing. Yeah, like I never just have the flu. I will have the flu and two or three other things. So I, yeah. I had what looked like a softball growing out the back of my thought, uh, back of my uh, calf 
on my right leg. And it turns out that it was a big ball of sepsis and then it exploded. That's crazy. How long was it there? Was it growing? Uh, probably for a, a couple of months. Wow. So, um, I also had cellulitis. Wow. And acute fasciitis. And they had to cut like a, they had to do exploratory and, and, and cut a bunch of stuff out of my leg. And, uh, I'm so sorry. They, they in turn cut some, uh, they, they cut, they cut some, uh, nerve endings and and some other stuff so my right foot just flops around like a dead fish i'm so sorry about that well you know it happens but they didn't they they should have like had like some kind of physical therapy in my in the coma room with me and you know been like repositioning me and moving me around so when, when i woke up i was like you know pretty much paralyzed from the waist down i couldn't i couldn't move my legs at all Wow. But I didn't know that. And all I wanted to do was escape. So I kept pulling all the lines out of me every night and, and trying to, you know, reach over to, you know, get my pants. And I thought I was swinging my legs over and felt my feet hit the floor. My legs were still Mm. up here on the bed. Uh, But then I had to put my arms like this because I kept falling out of the bed. That sounds rough. I'm I'm sorry about that. I, uh, they, I had, uh, two 18-inch scars from just below my knee to just above my ankle on the left and right side of my leg, and they were they was they they were keeping them open because I uh they wanted to make sure that you know they got rid of the infection because they kept coming back. Yeah. Uh, but they also had me on a double morphine drip. Some people, it's good. Me, not so much. Yeah, <laughs> I I hallucinated like crazy. I came out of the hospital with with uh, PTSD, depression, anxiety, and a yearning to have nurses dance naked on my bed. Um, yeah, oh. that sucks. Yeah, yeah. But over the over the course of like a few years, I I got back. I got like limited mobility, so I could I can walk like short distances with a walker. And no, that's good. The rest of the time, awesome. I got a I got a motorized wheelchair last year. Just in oh, time nice. for them to say, "COVID, don't leave your house." Like, Son of a! You can like. I normally don't leave my house anyhow. But, but now you have a reason to with the, the cool chair. But. Because they told me not to, I wanted to. Yeah. As soon as you yeah. tell me not, to, I'm just a little kid. As soon as you yeah. tell me not to do something, I'm gonna want to do it. Yeah. You know, and unless you know, unless the girl says, "Don't get married." Okay. Oh, and then you're you're all <laughs> aboard. I'm, I'm all on board for that. Um. So well, how how soon are you looking at uh, launching issue four? I don't know. I haven't really thought about it. Um, which well, one? I think like as Dick mentioned before, uh, like um, like if it like you know if, the, if it reaches like eight eight k, that'll be great. I think that's like when we would like start like issuing like issue four. Like that was when we would release them out. But hopefully, uh, if that is not the case. 
hopefully we would look at like uh, hopefully we would have like a deal with this uh, publisher really soon um, to kind of like carry the series like forward, you know? Yeah, because we had a publisher, but they're just like kind of trying to figure some things out, you know, due to the pandemic situation. So they were like, you guys go ahead with whatever you were going to do. We'll get back to you soon, though. So we're hoping they um, get back to us. But if not, we'll just see, you know. You know, and it, with 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 books like this, uh, it's not like they're like, well, we need you to come in. No, you don't. Zoom call. Oh, yeah. You know, you know, Zoom Zoom call for meetings. And, you know, when the book's done, uh, you, you just, you know, drop box on the files and they print it and let you know when it's getting released. Oh, yeah. So, Which it's is, yeah. you know, that didn't it's make not sense like to it. me in the whole, you know, pencils down. Hell no. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, every, everybody was jonesing for you know, something new to read. And that's when the, uh, the movement for indie got like, you know, a hundred times bigger than it had already been, you know, moving towards in like the last couple of years. Oh yeah, definitely. Especially on Kickstarter comics. I feel like this last year, cause you know, people haven't, especially earlier in the year last year when it was COVID was first starting, um, we were trying to get the Kickstarter up and, Usually I launch it and in the, that afternoon it's approved and ready to go, but it took like a week to get approved um, just because of the amount of other Kickstarters that were going on. And I had to email them and be like, what's going on? It hasn't approved yet. And they're like, sorry, there's just so many happening right now because everyone's having that where publishers are being, you know, more picky about what they're putting out right now. So people are just like, well, I'll just do it on Kickstarter. You know, people want, and most of the ones I've seen have done pretty well. Um, so it's a good way to get it directly to the people that want it. The uh, the only problem is getting your book onto store shelves too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've got a discount for store owners, which a few have done. So like they're getting, if they want to pledge, I'm giving them like bulk discounts on like if they want to stock shelves with books. Because every comic store I have gone to in the past with my Kickstarter books, they have let me know that they've sold. Like they're like, oh, I sold out of your Kickstarter book. And I'm like, mm -hmm. which is really cool. Um, so if any comic shops out there want to do that, uh, let me know. That'd be awesome. Well, I know most, you know, most shops, especially like, you know, the independent shops, not like the chains or anything, but mm -hmm. um, the independent shops, a lot of them don't, either don't want to take a chance like on a new indie book one. Cause it's, you know, it's not, you know, Marvel DC or image. So it's not characters that people know. And with, uh, with certain price points, you know, if some, if somebody's going to, you know, has a choice between, you know, the new issue of Batman for five bucks or an indie book for like, you know, 10 or 20 bucks, they're usually going to go with the, the cheaper book. Yeah, especially, you know, especially if it's a character they know. Um, 
the recommendations to you for getting books on store shelves would be uh, check out uh, Liberty Distribution. Okay. I'm going to write these down. Um, okay. And Liberty Distribution is run uh, by Varian Grant, who you can find on any social media. Um, he's also uh, one of the people behind Indie Volt and Indie Volt Radio and TV. Okay, he's, cool. also, he's also a comic creator. Oh, that's cool. Uh, that's really cool. And he's, he's a super talented artist. And they do, they do like, they do like so much a dozen shows a week. And it's, it's just them for like Indie Vote Radio. So they'll do like, it'll be, they'll use StreamYard. So they'll be live there, but it'll be simulcast to, uh, the radio program so it'll stop the radio the radio station will stop playing like indie mu they only play indie music and the, so the music will stop and the podcast will get simulcast so they can you know people on oh. there can like ask questions and and talk, cool. to, talk to guests and everything so it's uh it's how do you spell how do you spell that indie vol vol volt like electricity oh. V-O-L-T. Oh, oh, gotcha, gotcha. Cool. Uh, let's see. Do I still have his email in here? Let me look. Yep, that's right. I'm back on the fake book scroll. <laughs> well, just send that to me. I don't want... It'd be funny if people saw it and they email, started emailing him. Oh, that would be funny for me. Yeah. <laughs> No, I don't have it in there right now. Oh, it's okay. But you can you can find him on, uh, you know, Facebook and Twitter and else, um, and just just tell him you heard about you heard about Liberty Distribution through through this show and oh yeah, uh, you know, he won't give me anything, but you know I don't care. I'm just trying oh, to yeah, get books yeah. on the all about the shout outs yeah 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 man. uh yeah thank you for having us on your show um uh like i I'm, like you know <laughs> we appreciate you uh well like, I, you wouldn't, I, like, I wouldn't have a show without you know guys like you coming on and talk talking about your uh jim kelly inspired video game neon comic book there <laughs> <laughs> well, you yeah, know, it's a it's a sort of an anomaly of a lot of things yeah it's it's just like a crazy idea. And I'm like, I looked at it and I was like, you go, wow. This this is different and uh a little mental. No, oh, well thank I, you. I like it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean like and it and the thing about it is that the thing that's like uh my, my, my closing statement, but like uh I like there's it just gets more and more absurd as the story goes on. So any yeah, anybody already we've got most of it already well it should yeah, we we mapped out like a lot of where this plot is gonna go and like it's it's funny now like it's all fun and games now and it's already like pretty dangerous for zap like now but it gets even like kookier and like even more insane yeah 
in the very end we sort of like break a lot of our own rules so it's just, it's like uh just just stay tuned well it's all I, fun and games now because you're funded yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> just want to hit those stretch goals yes sir um well yeah thank you so much yeah i think i i actually have to go unfortunately and Hiram has to go too um but that was a lot of fun and thank you so much for having us yeah um, we really appreciate it yeah we got the uh we got the link for the kickstarter in the chat so if anybody watches this later they can they can just hit that and this podcast is also on ageofradio.org oh nice the, under the same name so I'll be downloading the audio and saying that over and I'll I'll drop uh I'll drop the links for uh, the the permalink for the uh, the audio downloadable version in your uh, in your DM. So okay, cool. Not, yeah, not to um, sound creepy, but I'll be up in your DM later. Oh no, I welcome it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Please do, please, please be up in there. <laughs> I'm lonely. Email me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, definitely. Take care, man. Thank you so much well, again. Thanks so this. much for coming on. Uh, good luck with this in the future. I hope to see more issues, and I hope to see more of that uh, that very talented artist's prints out there. Oh, yeah. Me too. Yeah, uh, yeah for sure. Um, awesome. Thank you so much. All right, guys. Take care. Take care. Have a good night. Bye. Bye.